0: Tonight, what I would like to do is I'm going to ask different school leaders just to come up, and I'm going to talk to you about who they are and what they do. And by introducing you to different departments at CCS, I hope that you will make some new connections to this ministry. Psalm 78.4 says, we will tell the next generation of the glorious deeds of the Lord and that is what Christ's covenant is here to do to tell the next generation of the deeds of the Lord so the first person I want to bring up is Sherry Creel Sherry if you just come stand with me Sherry is our director of student affairs Sherry and her husband Bill have been married for 34 years and they've been members at pear orchard for 23 years sherry sings in the choir and she serves as a greeter in the nursery they have three adult sons and their two youngest sons went all the way through christ's covenant and now they have joined the club and they have a grandson so they are in the grand club Sherry has a degree in economics from U.S.M. and a master's in school leadership from Mississippi College. So Sherry's role at Christ Covenant is very—it's varied. She has she wears a lot of different hats. Uh, she is over school scheduling, which is a really big uh, job. She also will have a major role with our high school students in helping with. Uh, college resumes, uh, uh, college applications, their resumes, their ACT, dual enrollment, all of those sorts of things. She also focuses a good bit of her time on chapel and our missions projects, school trips, and school organizations like Honor Society and Student Council. She just took a group of kids to the chess tournament, Is that the first time that we've gone? Yes, second. Well, they came away with a first place win, so that was pretty exciting. Uh, And she also organized a group to go to the MAIS Quiz Bowl, and they did so well. It was super fun having that, that happen. So one of the things that we like to do as a school is expose our students to missions. So each of our lower school classroom uh, parties, you know, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, those sorts of things, they all have, each of those parties has a mission project attached to them. And we've worked to partner with different ministries of the church for those mission projects. So next week, Thanksgiving parties, I'm sure you can all guess what the mission project is, but it's Operation Christmas Child. Uh, at the Christmas party, we will collect canned goods, so forth, for the custodial staff. And the Valentine's Day party is uh, for Gateway Rescue Mission and we'll uh, assemble homeless packs for Gateway. And Sherry, has, uh, a, she does a lot of work for those events. Um, so Sherry, thank you, we appreciate you. And next coming up, Maggie Ingram. Maggie is our dean of faculty, and Maggie and her husband, Brad, have been members of Pear Orchard since 2006. Uh, She has three kids, all who have been or are currently CCS warriors. Maggie has been at Christ Covenant for six years. She's taught English for three years and served as the dean of faculty for three years. Maggie has a Master's of Fine Arts in Creative Writing, and you might not know this little interesting tidbit. Maggie is a Colson Fellow. She completed that program fairly recently uh, through the Colson Center for Christian Worldview. She also serves on the leadership team for the Jackson area. So as the Dean of Faculty, Maggie encourages and helps teachers. uh, oversees our academic program, and she has 48 faculty member members that she encourages. So we have 48 teachers from preschool all the way up through high school, either classroom or enrichment teachers. So she stays very busy. I know her email inbox is probably really full. So uh, Maggie would would be very quick to tell you that academic rigor is very important to us but the main thing is that we are a biblical worldview oriented school and she works hard to keep the main thing the main thing. As a biblical worldview oriented school, uh, that is more than just our Bible curriculum. It plays out in all of the subjects. But in Bible, in lower school, students uh, memorize scripture, and if they go all the way through CCS, they will have memorized 250 scripture that will have written God's truths on their hearts. They also will have gone through the entire Bible in our Bible curriculum in lower school. And our Bible curriculum was written by none other than Dr. Kwasny. He wrote that uh, for CCS years ago, and it's now used in many other Christian schools. So that uh, Bible curriculum continues on into middle school where Dr. Rogers picks it up, and he oversees our uh, middle school Bible on into high school, the story of scripture, the doctrines of our faith, apologetics, world religions, when we say that our students have more Bible instruction than a seminary student, we mean it, they really do. They have more time in a Bible classroom than a seminary student. So uh, I, I said that worldview is the most important thing and worldview is incorporated into all subjects. When students study science, they are learning about God the creator We love using the school garden as a platform for teaching science. When they study English, they see God, the master communicator, but they're also given a framework uh, in, in which to apply to books that they read and then to learning for a lifetime. When they study history, they see God's unfolding plan for people, And when we study math, we see God as an orderly God who has established an intricate universe and the way that it works. Uh, So Maggie loves also to keep up with our alumni. So I know there's some that were here tonight. Those alumni, when they see her coming, they know she's going to ask about their English class and what they're reading Uh, So she'll also tell you that it has been such a joy for us to watch the success of our students. We have had national merit finalists and semifinalists, students receiving prestigious named college scholarships, uh, students making graduation speeches as a valedictorian. And something that we're super excited about is keeping that talent here in our upper school so uh, we'd also like to say a special thank you to Pastor Caleb, who teaches, I don't know if y'all knew this, but uh, we have four foreign languages that we offer in our upper school, and he is paving the way for Greek education at Christ's Covenant. So he's teaching a Greek class, and we appreciate that. Thank you, Maggie. Next, I'd like to bring up Malcolm Saxon, our Dean of Students. Malcolm has been at CCS for eight years. He came to us after teaching and coaching at Jackson Prep for 11 years, and he also served as the assistant director at Alpine Camp for boys for 10 years. Malcolm graduated from UT, where he ran track and cross country. Malcolm and his wife, Adrian, have been married for 13 years. And they are members at First Press, where he's been a deacon for 13 years. Uh, And they have four daughters at CCS. First grade, third grade, fifth grade, seventh grade. That's very orderly. (laughs) First, third, fifth, and seventh. (laughs) Uh, Malcolm contributes so much in his role as dean of students. He does a lot of the hard things like discipline. But one of the things that I've appreciated about him is his role in missions with our students. If you uh, participate in Sunbeams Night Out, Malcolm has a large contingency of students that he has had there at every Sunbeams. And even alumni have come back to join him serving at Sunbeams. And then another thing that they do that you might not know is they go out to the pinned farm before the barnyard dance and they work uh they put down pine straw or or you know handle chairs and set up and so forth but to get ready for that johnny and friends event so we appreciate that uh so also he has a a group of men that he hosts regularly called a, a dad's forum and this is a group of men who get together early in the morning for fellowship and spiritual accountability uh, it's been a really neat opportunity for for our dads so thank you malcolm next um, beth perkins our preschool director Beth is coming from way in the back. Beth is in her 12th year at CCS, but it's her first year as our preschool director, and she has been such a blessing. Beth and her husband, Todd, have been members at Pear Orchard for 22 years. All five of her children have come through CCS, and we're excited that Betsy can now graduate from CCS. Beth has a degree in Family Studies from MSU, and you may have seen her uh, around the church serving in Sunbeams or Children's Ministry or Moses Basket. Um, She served in all of those. Beth is somebody that's very quick to say that the happiest place on earth is in preschool. And she would not be wrong. Um, It is a very happy place. She has enjoyed having some uh, pear orchard women in the church to come and read to children in preschool. That's been a blessing. So Beth, when she described their academic program, the first thing she said is, children are beginning to learn the catechism uh, and then that we sing songs and learn weekly Bible verses to hide God's Word in our hearts. And Pastor Caleb does a weekly chapel uh, for our preschool, preschoolers and another little, little tidbit, he has taught our preschoolers the books of the Bible to his famous Bible rap. So you might need to ask him about that. Also, I would tell you that Pastor Dean and Pastor Caleb Uh, recently helped with our fall on the farm, and Mr. Goodwin's got some pictures he's gonna show you. Uh, Did you know he had these hidden talents? This is farmer Caleb, he wears many hats around here. So he led the worship, and then Pastor Dean spoke to all of our families. It was a delight. Thank you, Beth. Next up, I'd like to bring Julie Golson, our admissions director. Julie has been at CCS for six years, and she has a degree in marketing and public relations from Mississippi State. Julie and her husband, Zachary, have three children at CCS, and they're members of Grace Community Church. Uh, Julie also helps as one of our cheerleader sponsors, so she has a big role there. So one of the many things that Julie does is she helps us know who we are, And what I mean by that is that every year, she and uh, Allison Morris, who helps her with this, look at our demographics, and they look at who is coming to CCS. And I wanted to share a few of those notes for you. So we have almost 500 students, and by the looks of things, we'll be welcoming a couple of families after Christmas, so we will pass that 500 student mark in January about a hundred of our students are also pear orchard members and a total of about 40 percent a little more than 40 percent are in pca churches we offer two sections per grade two classes per grade and 30 percent of our faculty are members of pear orchard we have about 70 students in preschool 250 in lower school, 130 in middle school, and 50 in our new upper school. We serve six special needs students from second grade to ninth grade in our Promise Kids class. We have children with autism, Down syndrome, and even one student who is learning Braille. One of the surprising things about announcing that we were uh, adding a high school was how busy Julie's office got giving tours of preschool and kindergarten. The number of families that would come for a tour and tell her, we heard you were adding a high school and we wanted to come take a look. Their children were four. We had no idea how this was impacting families of whether or not they considered CCS. So the last thing I would say is that um, if you're interested in learning more about CCS for your children or future children, this is your person. She would love to give you a personal tour. Thank you, Julie. Next up, Mark Wooten. Mark is going to come from the back. Mark is our athletic director, and he has been at CCS for 11 years as a coach and AD, but He was a CCS parent for years before that. Mark and his wife Amanda have one daughter and one granddaughter. Now Amanda is also like this CCS volunteer extraordinaire. She served the school when she was a mom here and yet now she's still often in the concession stand scooping up popcorn and and selling drinks. So y'all, we're very grateful for, for her. Uh, another neat little tidbit, and I know that Mark is loving this, um, his, his daughter went to CCS for eight years and she is now on our faculty as a beloved kindergarten teacher. So that's a a great joy, I know. So I would like to ask, uh, stay, I want you to stay up, but I'd like for Tyler Thiessen to come and join Mark. So Tyler is our assistant athletic director. And this is his first year at CCS. He came to us from uh, Bellhaven RUF where he was an intern for two years. And we've just loved having him come over and and join our, our athletic staff. So Tyler has a degree in sports management from Sterling College. He played basketball there, and he also served as an assistant coach on the women's team. And here's a little fun fact for you. That year that he served as the assistant coach, they went 30 and one. Tyler, we have high hopes. (laughs) So Tyler and his wife, Abby, here's Abby over here, they're members of of Peer Orchard as well. Uh, CCS has approximately 10 sports, and that doesn't sound... You know 10 sports that sounds really manageable i didn't ask y'all how many teams we have but it's it's a high number um, the number of events that they schedule every year is amazing and athletics for us is such a great training ground and opportunity to to disciple uh, so in the past 10 years and Mark has been the AD for 10 years, so this is uh, information he could give me. In the last 10 years, CCS has won 11 state championships and 28 conference championships. So the future's bright, we're super excited. So another thing I wanted to tell you, and I wanted you to identify with, with these two men, if um, we, we have often had Pear Orchard families that homeschool participate in some of our athletics. Uh, it, as long as our conference allows it and we have room, it's been a joy to have kids participate, particularly in intramural basketball, flag football, and cheerleading. So Tyler and Mark, thank you all for everything you do. Next, uh, Serena Lucas. I know I saw Serena. Here she comes. She's coming from back there. Serena is our after-school care program director, and it's called Outback. Now, if you've ever wondered why we call it Outback, I'd like to tell you the story. So there was one of our founding board members, Mr. Tom Day. And Tom was really passionate that we would offer an after-school care program so that teachers and working moms uh, could participate at Christ's Covenant. And the other members of that founding board would say, Tom, where are you going to put them? And he would say, I don't know, out back." And it stuck. And that is how we got our name. It's that program that's out back. So Serena has been um, with us as our director for four years. She also teaches science, and Serena and her husband Walt have three daughters, and they've been at Pear Orchard for 12 years. So Outback offers some enrichment classes through that program, some neat opportunities, violin, piano, guitar, stem, sewing, soccer, I think that's maybe more. I think that's about it. Um, And then in the summer, we run a full uh, program, and we have all kinds of activities, art, gardening, science activities, field trips, water days, Bible studies. Uh, And uh, this is another connection that I want you to make. We have invited homeschool families from Pear Orchard to participate in Summer Outback as well. Uh, so here's another interesting tidbit. Most of the employees that work in Outback are Pear Orchard members. In fact, we have 11 youth, from 11 kids from our youth group that work under Serena in Outback. We also have seven or eight adults, some that have children at CCS, others that have an empty nest and their children are grown and they just enjoy working in a ministry like this a few hours a day. Or, or maybe, maybe it's Serena. Maybe they love um, the happy place that you can imagine that Outback is. So thank you, Serena. The next person I want to introduce to you is actually out of town, but I still want you to make this connection. Mr. Brandon Slay is our technology director. Brandon has been at CCS for eight years. He and his wife have four children, and they worship at Redeemer. Brandon has an extensive technology background that actually began in his service in the Marines and then while working with Apple. So you may not know this, but we've expanded Brandon's role to also serve the church. He helps with all technology campus-wide whether it's uh, a presentation that someone's making, or live streaming, or network security, or helping uh, any staff member, whether it's a Pear Orchard staff member or a CCS staff member. Brandon uh, serves in that role. He's done a wonderful job at enhancing the technology, the clear touch panels in all of the classrooms he's added. They're great for just everyday teaching, but also for a Sunday school class or a meeting. Um, The next person that I'd like to introduce to you and the last one, uh, Mr. Richard Henley, our Advancement Director. So Richard came to CCS four years ago. His first day at CCS was in March of 2020 on the day that we were supposed to come back from spring break. (laughs) So, you can imagine, uh, his start working here was a little bit different than most people's. Uh, uh, Sorry, Richard. Richard came to us from UMC, where he was in their development office, mostly raising money for the Children's Hospital for that big capital campaign. Uh, Richard and his wife, Rachel, have one daughter, Libby, who will be a CCS Warrior in preschool next year. And Richard has helped us fundraise for all kinds of projects and and led all kinds of events. Uh, He is the reason that Brandon has all of that technology um, by fundraising or writing grants. He's done a great job with that. He's also helped us raise some money for security enhancements, which you can imagine are important to all schools. And then there's something else that I wanted to tell you about, that he has worked with business owners who are eligible to allocate a portion of their tax liability to CCS through something called the Children's Promise Act. And so if, you, if that is something that would pertain to you and you would like to give this ministry some of your taxes instead of making your regular tax payment to the government, he can help you with that. Um, That's coming up really soon, and they've changed a lot of that. So if you have questions or want to know more, this is your person. Um, So Richard is working now. The big project is our upper school. So phase one opened this year, uh, fully funded with lead gifts of over $2 million. We recently kicked off phase two with 100,000 in lead gifts from since the beginning of school and so that is the big thing on his mind right now as we raise money for phase 2 of the upper school so this week we'll be sending out a brochure that we want you to have whether it's just for information or it prompts you to pray or to give we will be sending out a brochure that tells more about that upper school Um, So we do appreciate all you're doing for that, Richard. Thank you. So now I'd like for us to talk a little bit about the upper school, and Rick is going to put some pictures up for us and just scroll through those. So as we wrestle with this calling, uh, we knew that it would be a very important ministry for teenagers. We knew that offering a Christ-centered high school to equip our students for what's next would be something so very, very important. So students that are in a school go to school for at least 1,500 hours a year. And I say at least because most kids are involved in, you know, extracurricular activities of some sort. Some are involved in a lot but we have students for 1,500 hours a year. If a student goes to church and youth group every single week for four hours, then the church has them for about 200 hours a year. So that means that schools in our area have students six times more than a traditional church has them. And our Bible teacher, Dr. Ben Rogers, asked me one day, why shouldn't it be us? Why shouldn't it be Christ's covenant? Why shouldn't it be Pear Orchard that would influence these students for six times the amount of hours than they than they sit in church? And that was super convicting. And I, I've heard him say that to numerous people. Why why wouldn't we do this? And he's right, what a blessing that we can influence these students on that level uh, for all eternity. So as a church, I believe that we are unbelievably blessed to be able to engage in this kind of ministry. And I will tell you that this project has far exceeded my expectations. So as we were dialoguing with the session and others about this, an elder asked me, he said, Kathy, how many students do you need for your first inaugural class? And this, it's this group that he was asking about, this group that we opened that building and this is our, our ninth grade class right now. He said, how many do you need? And I sat there a minute and I said, 12, we need 12. I don't know where I got that number. I think I was answering that in my own strength, but 12 seemed like, you know, it was enough to that you could make friends, and you could do things, and it just seemed like a good number. We don't have 12. This class, almost all of the kids stayed. We have 41. Oh, me of little faith. We have 41. It's almost a full class. We can always squeeze in one more, but To see what the Lord had for us, it has far exceeded what I could ask or imagine. So uh, when I think about the lineup of teachers, the lineup of classes, of athletics and activities and all of these things, I'm amazed that the Lord would choose to use us as leaders, to use this church for this ministry and that we would have this great privilege. So this last picture that is up there, that is the conceptual drawing of two buildings with a courtyard in between. The first building is open. In fact, uh, Malcolm Saxon said he would be over there tonight after we close if anyone wants to take a quick tour if you haven't seen it yet. So something that we did that I wanna show you tonight is we refreshed Uh, a classic video that I've actually shown you before. It's been years, uh, but I, I want you to see this. Mr. Goodwin's gonna play for us. Right and wrong, that's a tough one. Very basic, but very tough. Um, I guess this isn't something I ever really explicitly think about. It sounds like such an easy question, but it's really not, this idea of what is right and what is wrong. I think it depends on what your background is, what your moral set is. I think it depends on what you personally believe. I think if you go to different neighborhoods across America, they'll have completely different answers. For me, it would be quite different than for someone else. It's it's the way... Um, It's the way you've been raised. It's the ethical standards that you've been held to or choose to hold yourself to. Right is what you feel good about and wrong is things you know you shouldn't do. Usually I just go with my feelings. Yeah, and I think context matters too. I don't think there's any definitive right or wrong for anything, it really depends on the situation. So how would I define right or wrong? I guess I wouldn't define it. I'd let somebody else define it for themselves. So I think it's extremely variable. Can't tell you. It's hard to decipher. We have to though. We didn't, it'd just be chaos.
1: I
2: think that I know the difference between right and wrong is because at Christ's covenant, we learned the Bible. My mom and dad taught me
0: right and wrong with the Bible. The Bible is God's Word. The Bible is God's Word that was inspired. It was written by certain people that were inspired by God.
1: The Bible is not a fairy tale. It's all true. And it all really, really happened. If Adam and Eve obeyed God by not eating the fruit, we wouldn't know. But but since they sinned and ate the fruit of right and wrong, we know between.
0: Uh, whenever I do something right, I get this really good feeling in me. And whenever I'm, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. I feel this urge to not do it. Where do
1: you think that comes
0: from? The Holy Spirit.
1: Like, helping other people is always right and not wrong.
0: Everyone has the sense that there's wrong, and I know if I've done something wrong, but I don't know it, I'll eventually feel that I did something wrong, and I want to correct it. If I find something questionable, I can pray and ask God what is going on, and also give us the Bible so we can know.
1: You also have to make time to pray to God. You can
3: talk to Him about, about things. Anything in life that we do, if it aligns with the Bible, then I think
0: that it's true. When you know the truth, you can help other people who don't.
1: The Bible, can you can use
0: the Bible and put it in glasses and see the world in God's way. A bunch of people see the world differently, but from for me, I see the world kind of in a biblical worldview. I don't know, I'd say my biblical worldview has been formed just over time, as I read the Bible, as I pray, as I go to church, as I'm here at school, just getting taught. I like this school because we're believers.
1: What does believers
0: mean? It means new um, trust.
3: And what? God. Christ covenant really explains why we look at the biblical perspective and why we study it the way we
0: do. Yes, I know the difference between right and wrong. So that that's it. That's why we're here. To be able to grow up students that when they are asked that question on a college campus like what you heard before, that they'll know the answer, that they can give an account. Uh, That is why we want to pour into these kids for those 1,500 hours every year. Such a blessing. So before we close, I I do want to introduce our board of trustees. And I want to ask that, uh, as I call your name, if you would come up and stand up here, I would appreciate it. These are all church members who have been asked to shepherd, to protect, and to promote the mission of Christ's covenant that work on this campus. They give of themselves tirelessly, and they love the school and the church. They are a blessing to me and to all of us. So let me ask you to come up. First, our board chair, Mr. Jonathan Wern. Mark Brown, Bill Creel, Mary Shelton Gamblin, Matt Grenfell, Rob Hembry, Mark Costco, Jared Moffat, Beth Perkins, Cap Primos, Rod Russ, and Anna Segrist. I would also like to ask if our leaders, if y'all would come back and stand up here, and then leaders that um, we didn't introduce, Heatherly Edgar's here. She works in communications for us. Uh, if there's anyone else that's here, any of our leaders, if y'all would come. So I asked for some elders to come and to pray for God's work at Christ's covenant Adam Adcock. Craig Stockmeyer, and John Kwasney are all going to come and and to pray. Uh, I appreciate y'all doing that.
1: All right, guys, if y'all pray with me. Fathers, we've heard tonight, we uh, rejoice in your goodness um, and your grace towards CCS. We thank you that um, even the name reminds us of, of who you are that you are a covenant um, a covenant making God and graciously you're a covenant keeping God and we uh, pray for um, we pray for the school we thank you for the, the ways we've seen your goodness and your faithfulness um, already in the history of the school and the church and um, just thinking through the high school we, we pray for your continued guidance for your vision to be cast and um, uh, that, that we know to be true, that, that, that this does not need to be pursued if you're not in it. And we thank you that there's been evidence um, of your goodness in that. And pray for continued guidance as the grades progress, as the, um, the continued work begins on, the, on another building, and uh, just as funds are uh, provided and are, and are cast. Uh, pray that you would provide what you know that the school needs, that you would give guidance and wisdom and counsel to all those minds who are thinking through the, the curriculum in the future. Um, of the next few years we pray that you would be with the students the um th- these ages have exceptional needs um uh, exceptional ways that they need to be prepared for the world and uh, pray that you would use ccs mightily um, in the hearts and minds of these kids to be uh, of, uh, to, to be a tool through which you will pour into them um, a christian worldview that is based on grace that is based on the gospel that is based on a knowledge of sin a knowledge of uh, your gracious work on our behalf a knowledge of uh, their role in the world the salt and light um, we thank you for the, uh, the, the upcoming years and pray that, that we as a church would continue to, to, to pour into um, the school. We thank you for the partnership that exists um, solely the fact that uh, CCS is a ministry, um, that we are partnered together as the body of Christ uh, to work um, towards this Deuteronomy 6 model of, of discipleship and pray that you would continue to, uh, to work in and through us on this campus um, uh, to pour into the, the staff, the faculty, um, the children who are here on a daily basis. Um, Again, you are good, and you're glorious, and you're majestic, and we pray that this relationship, this partnership would continue, that you would grow your church, um, you would grow your kingdom uh, through the work of Pear Orchard, through the work of uh, CCS, but ultimately uh, through the work of your son on, on the behalf of, uh, of, of, of this work here.
2: Heavenly Father, we are uh, so grateful for uh, the way in which you have created a vision for Christian education here at Pear Orchard. Thank you for the ways in which, through your Holy Spirit's leading, it has caught fire and has exploded to the level where it is today, approaching 500 students. We thank you for the many hundreds of students that have gone through these halls. Father, we are uh, so grateful for the way in which you have blessed this um, school, you have blessed this school with a home here at Pear Orchard. We thank you for the vision uh, by the elders and the members of this church for the creation of this school. And Father, here this mo- uh, this evening as we uh, see here at the front of the room, Lord, we thank you for the many ways in which you have called and equipped individuals to carry out that vision. We are so grateful for the board of CCS, the members who are standing here today, and for the many perhaps dozens who have been members over the past 20-plus years. We ask that you would bless them, bless them in their planning, in their deliberations, as they consider ways in which to carry out uh, the kingdom of Jesus Christ in the lives of these uh, young men and women who are students here. We pray for the various leaders of the board and the committees that meet to make the uh, challenging and sometimes difficult decisions of how to make uh, to make progress. Father, we are so grateful for the ways in which you have brought about all, first of all, all eight grades here, and now that you've blessed us with two additional grades, grades nine and 10, and now it, it's uh, serious work by the board to consider planning for grades 11 and 12. We pray that you would bless those efforts, that you would bless the construction and the fundraising and the curriculum development and hiring of new uh, teachers. Lord, may your kingdom come through Christ Covenant School, now also as a high school. We thank you for what, what we heard tonight of individuals with uh, children in preschool who have caught the vision for preschool through grade 12 Christian education. And we are so thankful, Lord, for these board members who give selflessly of their time. Bless them. Bless their families as they're often absent from their families in the evenings, and would you continue to uh, build them up spiritually. We thank you for the various leaders that we've had introduced to us tonight. Thank you for Kathy's overall leadership. Thank you for each individual that we learned about tonight who plays such a critical role in all the various programs, activities, athletics, all of the things that go about raising a well-developed, fully fully uh, Christian in every way uh, student. We pray too for uh, the teachers and the staff, the support staff here at Christ Covenant. We thank you for them. Thank you for the ways in which you trained them, in which you uh, gave them the vision to be part of Christian education. We ask that you would guide them as they uh, work through their lesson plans, as they do the the nuts and bolts, the administrative work here to keep the campus going, to keep the programs going. Please give them, Father, your special grace and uh, encourage them, Father, uh, even as they see students graduate here and go on to do wonderful things in your kingdom. Father, we are so amazed at the ways in which you have worked here. These things we ask for Jesus' sake.
3: Lord God, we uh, come before you tonight humbled by your grace, by your work in this place, in the very hard work of Christian education. Thank you for everyone here and everyone uh, they represent, all the staff, teachers, volunteers, throughout the years, Lord, and we look forward to many more being added. But Lord, I specifically lift up to you, our students. Lord, help us to, to have it sink in 500 students, 500 never dying souls that need Jesus, those that have Jesus and need to grow in Jesus. Lord, we pray that not one of them leaves here not loving Jesus. We thank you for your Spirit's work in their hearts and minds. We thank you that they, day by day, week by week, are growing academically in knowledge and wisdom, and we pray also in the fruit of the Spirit. We pray for their families, Lord, uh, so many more lives that are touched by their being here with us, so many not of our congregation that are impacted. Lord, we pray for each family of your work in them that it will continue for years and generations to come. Lord, what a blessing it is to have the the vibrant uh, noise of children here all day, every day, year-round. And Lord, we pray that you keep us focused on mission. Lord, we help. uh, We ask that we recognize and we're humbled by the fact that only by the work of your Spirit can we do anything in the lives of the next generation. Lord, continue to keep Christ's covenant faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you all. You all can be seated. And thank you to Kathy and to uh, her report to us tonight. Again, it's a personal uh, pleasure for me in my role as. Uh, Executive Ministry Director to work in close partnership with Kathy. She sits on the the leadership team, so we're able to be in close relationship, and uh, which we need to be with a, a lot going on at church and school. And again, uh, be encouraged by uh, a, the the largest, busiest uh, ministry day by day on this campus and what the Lord is doing. So again, we're thankful uh, to you and to everyone at Christ Covenant and for y'all being here.